welcome to the latest episode of the Russian Fumble Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Gary Swan. With me, as always, is Harrison and Phil. How are we doing, gents? Excellent, thanks. Hello. Yeah, that's Phil. He can be heard this week. Um, yeah, I, should be, I should be going... <laughs> <laughs> I can't be like two weeks in a fucking hour. Um, <laughs> um, no, it is recording. Um, yeah, so obviously we had a week off last week because Phil was busy getting getting himself a new job, so apparently it's for Phil. Yeah. Um, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at the playoff implications, but more specifically the ones that didn't get in. So I think it's probably fairest if we start with uh, the Miami Dolphins. Phil, do you want to take take the lead on this one? Not really. All right, Harrison, do you want to do it? Then? <laughs> do, do I have to? Yeah, it'd be nice if you did. I've, I've got a question for Phil. You, okay, so we all know Buffalo are one of the greatest teams out there at this minute in time. Mm-hmm. And you have to come into this game giving it everything. So, why did your team just not turn up? I don't know, to be fair. I think they just they just gave us a spanking. Yeah. It was, they, they got ahead. I think it was one of those games that the Dolphins um, coaches will remember because even when they were like 20 points up, they brought on their backup quarterback and still encouraged him to throw deep and they still threw deep on us again and again and again. Um, and certain coaches will kind of reel it back in a little bit so you don't pile on. Um, but hey, they didn't at all. They wanted to destroy a division rival. And fair play. If the Dolphins really were um, in the ascendancy like they are, we'd want to smash your division as much as possible. But I don't know why we played so badly, to be fair. Um, there didn't seem anything particularly terrible. Other than, I mean, the offense couldn't do anything. I think there was something like 11 drops by your receivers. <laughs> So Tua wasn't doing too badly. He was hitting receivers in the middle and hitting them in the middle of the chest and the middle of the hands and stuff like that. And they were just, uh, boy, when you've got Jeff from down the road trying to catch balls for you. I think it's fair to say that Miami got beaten like a rented mule uh, last weekend. Um, looking, yeah, looking at the rest of the <coughs> season, though, you looked all right, like going 10-6, and six, considering you went 5-11 the year before. But why is everyone suddenly saying that you need a new quarterback? Um, because I think most people who are anti-Tua haven't watched most of the games. So you see the, th- the three rookie quarterbacks that came in. Um, obviously, uh, uh, Burrow as number one overall came in and looked really good on a shit team uh, before he then got his legs smashed in half. Um, Herbert looked good all year on a Chargers team that was all right, just terribly coached. Um, and then Tua came in and in comparison to the other two, didn't look um, up there with the rest of them, uh, but I don't think he was necessarily in the best situation to succeed. They brought in an offensive coordinator who worked with Fitz previously in Buffalo, and uh, to kind of maximise Fitz's game, I think, which isn't the same as he's the anti-Tua. He's, Fitz wants to bomb it deep on every pass that he possibly can, whereas Tua just wants to do those dink and dunk passes, make seven or eight yards like Breeze. Um. Uh, yeah, and so uh, he just hasn't looked anywhere near as impressive. But if you actually watch the games, you see that he's not doing that much wrong. He's making the breaks, he's cutting out, he's go, having these quick throws, uh, but he's just not surrounded by any talent. So how yeah. shit does it feel then to not get in the playoffs, but Washington did? <laughs> <laughs> if of everyone in the um, in the NFC shit, um, I'm glad that it was Washington because uh, the other three could 
just basically go fuck themselves. <laughs> Whereas at least Washington, I got a bit of a soft spot for them because of how crap they are, their off-field stuff's been for the last 12 months. It feels like a little kind of um, attendance prize. <laughs> like a 50-metre like a swimming badge or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Well done. You didn't have a day sick at term this year. Well done. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, to I'd rather they went through. But to hear the vitriol from the uh, Chiefs fandom about the Eagles... Um, again, like you're complaining that at six wins you didn't get into the um, postseason, whereas most of the um, Dolphins fans, even before the week before they announced the starters for them, and everyone that we needed to lose, so everyone that we needed to yeah lose, were all playing their backup. We're all playing backups. Um, they're all playing against backup quarterbacks. Um, so everyone, everyone was kind of dropping their, their starters kind of thing, which fucked us. That's a full conspiracy. That's like uh, that's one step away from a tinfoil hat there. Oh, they weren't doing it to keep us out. They were doing it because it was smart football, just like the Eagles were. Well, yeah, we had yeah, to play yeah. against Mike Glennon, who isn't a backup, because against us, he looked like fucking Tom Brady, prime <laughs> time Tom Brady, mixed with a bit of Aaron Rodgers. Cause, um, but I've, I even put a bet on the Jags at 8-1 to one to come back from it. Mate, we, we nearly fucking bottled it. I was shitting myself. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> I'd rather have taken the spanking. I, I don't think I could have appeared on today, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, you know, in, in fairness, like Miami haven't been shit. They got quite unlucky to not make the playoffs. Um, then I think we're sorry, go on. I was going to say, but then I think I don't think that most Miami fans expected to make the playoffs um, at all this year. To be even in a shape with it, it must have been beyond the vast majority of people's expectations. So the, the fans shouldn't be too pissed off, which is why I don't think there's been much bitching from them because they know that we, we kind of shouldn't be there. Yeah, not, not yet. I mean, you're what, year two in a rebuild, which usually takes like three or four anyway. But I mean, yeah. you're clearly going in the right direction. And it makes me really, really sad to say that as one of the hosts of this podcast. <laughs> well, having to, having to meter out a slight bit of praise. Yeah, especially for like one of the home teams, if you like, you know, it just makes me fucking sad. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll move on then because I don't, I don't want to like blow too much smoke up your ass, Phil. Um, the, I think the biggest one to speak about is how shit the New England Patriots have been all season. Oh, it's all amazing. fucking season. It's been fucking great. You get when you're quarterback <laughs> shitter. <laughs> Yeah, because they've played all their quarterbacks, haven't they? They've spent a lot of time with Cam. They've had Jarrett Stidham in against the Chiefs. And is it, is it Brian Hoyer? Was it is their third as well? Um, and not a single fucking one of them has looked any good. No, he's thrown for... I uh, think Cam's thrown for less... Um, it was sort of like he's thrown for less uh, touchdowns in New England than about three other quarterbacks. I th- yeah, I play, think, played them away. I think Josh Allen has, has thrown more touchdowns in New England then Cam Newton has a season or something stupid like that you know but it's, it's which is embarrassing a, be- a beautiful brand of embarrassment <laughs> you see um, Belichick smashing the phone against the staff <laughs> I think that was like the only highlight for the, the Patriots in that game uh, like he's rarely a man of emotion isn't he Bill big, big old Bill he's rarely a man of emotion but when you see that you know someone's getting the hairdryer treatment in the fucking changing room afterwards. You know someone's chucking an hairdryer at, at uh, Cam Newton or something. He's, he just wandered into the, into the changing room and all oh, that. Really ripped my knitting, that did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thoroughly miffed with the lot of you. How dare you? Do you reckon he does the disappointed dad or do you reckon he shouts? Oh, I think he's a disappointed dad. He yeah. Because he's, he's just got no emotion. The man's made of granite. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, it's so grey about everything. So, like, the slightest bit of emotion, his whole body just collapses. Takes all of the blood to the flow. <laughs> exactly. He's been for years because he, he can't trust himself to not get upset about it. <laughs> no, never been laid conscious. <laughs> uh, same with me. <laughs> I'm the opposite side. <laughs> um, <laughs> editing can be can be your friend at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think he talks to the players the same way he talks to the press with just a, just a barely held disdain. Like he's just annoyed that he can't put robots out there each week to just do exactly what he wants, like chess pieces. And instead, they have to show some emotion every now and then. And every time someone shows any emotion, they get a little black mark in his book. <laughs> and if they show too much emotion, they have to sit down and quote film to him. <laughs> uh, do, do you think like, he uses Steve Belichick as a sort of scrappy do type? <laughs> when all the energy and the, the emotion comes out of Steve Belichick. And that's why he's too busy to get a proper haircut. So he just goes for it. He's cartwheeling around the um, locker room afterwards. <laughs> this was a Tasmanian devil type. Um, Come on, guys, like, it'll be fine. Like Q, QB room aside, where did where did it all go wrong for uh, New England? Obviously, like no Tom Brady, but does that mean it was the system, or was it Brady that's been pulling them through for twenty years? They stopped paying the refs. No, apparently Green Bay are doing that now. Oh, are they? According, according to every single Bears fan on Twitter. I mean, I saw I saw Tampa Bay win. A quite dubious like spotting on fourth and two against the Atlanta. But um, where's it gone wrong for New England? Do you know what? Know, I, I don't fucking care because I'm a Colts fan. <laughs> <laughs> All that matters is it has. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We can move on. I'd, I'd say I'd just say lack of weapons again. Like they've just they've not they lost a few pieces. Not to make excuses for them because it hurts too. Um, but they lost some big pieces in the off season with um, COVID updates. Mm-hmm. And I think then, they got the, the most um, opt-outs, didn't they? Like six or seven or something? Most of it on the defensive side of it as well. Mm-hmm. And then, again, by the end of the season, without Edelman, they had no main weapon. Um, and they were just throwing to people called like Myers and Bird. Just, just sound like a production company. <laughs> like a low-rent moving company or something like that. <laughs> yeah. they've, fun, they've been funding B-movies in Hollywood for years. <laughs> Um, so, so what do you think happens to them next season then obviously they need, they're need they going to need a new quarterback because I don't think well there's talking there when a group chat at least about Cam Newton going to Washington for a fucking million pound or something stupid um, so who who do they move to because I've seen a bit of talk about them taking Sam Arnold because Jets are going to move on from him surely and he seems like the, the lack of emotion that Bill Belichick needs in a quarterback Robotron it's a tough one. Isn't it? It's a tough one. Yeah, because there's not that many. They're not necessarily that many out there that would suit his system. I don't think. He doesn't. He never drafts high. So even though they've got a decent draft pick, I can't see him taking a, a quarterback there. He always tends to pick up later ones because they just. He, it's like he. He's like a bargain hunter. He likes value, irregardless of the quality. You see David Dickinson in the, in the backfield. Yeah, he doesn't care. You could offer him all the nicest chocolate in the world, but if he could get a chump bar for for two p, he'd take it. <laughs> Discount Tazo or something. <laughs> yeah, instead of what the the fourth the, the fourth of Tony P. <laughs> um, so yeah, because it's all like Darnold, like a cast off from elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought like Minshew at first, but then again, he's got too much personality for New England. But then they took they took Cam this year. I don't think they were. They, 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 they was that was an owner pick. Cam. That was definitely an owner pick. I reckon Bill Belichick wanted him nowhere near the building. I reckon 
line wherever he was at the time, probably a massage parlor. Um, when That's probably saw John Newton there. <laughs> but do you want a job, mate? You <laughs> <laughs> um, used, used to be good. We get loads of those type of players. The thing is, they always seem to do well out of it. But just this year, it's just been amazing because they've been so bad. The, yeah. the only the only good game I think they played was the one against the uh, Seahawks when they they were like right and stopped right on the line. That's they lost it because of it. Apart from that, the first, bang average. The first couple of games they looked all right. Um, oh, they, I think they they beat us at the start of the year, and they beat um, I can't remember who else it was. They got a couple of wins early doors. It looked like oh here we go, Cam's going to come in and be Cam again. Um, and then I think he got hit. I think COVID knocked him about a bit. Yeah, we don't want to get too political. I've heard a few people have kind of had it, and it's affected their kind of lungs and and uh, fitness and things. So there might be some of that as well. Fair enough. Um, I hope they roll with Stidham. Just I want to watch him be shit for, for <laughs> as long as possible. Really, you, you say that, but there's a lot of talk of maybe moving for Matthew Stafford because only his contract's up into this year or next year. He um, does seem like a Belichick pick. He does. I mean, they could move back for Jimmy G because I don't think he's Kyle Shanahan's guy. I think Shanahan's going to make a move for Matt Ryan if he can. Because uh, Shanahan was the Falcons OC when they went to the playoffs and lost, obviously, quite spectacularly yeah. to the Falcons. <laughs> in pure Falcon style. Yeah. yeah. Just a herald, herald of things to come. Yeah. Um, Imagine the pain now. Now spread that out over an entire season. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's been quite a lot of talk about that happening, like Matt Ryan going out to the 49ers. So that would mean that Jimmy Garoppolo is a spare spare callback, if you like. I mean, not terrible. And he was supposed to be the heir apparent to Tom Brady anyway. So, yeah. And I think Bill didn't, want him, Bill didn't want him sold, did he? I think Bill no. wanted to hold on to him. It was the people around him that, um, that Brady didn't like the competition and, the, and Kraft wanted him out. I believe that was the, the general consensus. So there's every chance that Jimmy G goes back. He's not going well in the heat, so maybe he needs to be kept cold. Yeah. Cold arm, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of with a cold hand instead of the hot hand. Oh, so that sounds like something you try as a teenager, doesn't it? Yeah, it could be cold arm, Jimmy. I'm not calling you that, James. Somebody's brother of somebody's friend of somebody's cousin's brother. Told him about it. Usually driving like a Vauxhall Corsa or something like that. They've got like a girlfriend who's a couple of years too young, you know? <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, that, that guy, you start a job and some guy comes up to you. He says, oh, nice to meet you. What's your name? Oh, my name's James, but my, yeah, you can call me Cold Arm Jimmy. <laughs> I don't think of all James. It's fine. Does, does anybody call you that, James? Everyone? <laughs> um, right, so moving on, we got the... I mean, I don't really think we need to spend a lot of time on this because the answer is just fucking Adam Gase, but it's the New York Jets, but where did they go wrong? <laughs> uh, again, Adam Gase? Um and uh, into one sixteen, I don't know. Winning yeah. two games. Yeah, that's, that's something I need to ask. Right? So it's quite obvious from the start they were trying to tank, right? And then they get to the end of the season. Do you think they they spoke to Adam Gates and said, "Listen, keep tanking," and but I mean, regardless, you'd be out of a job at the end of the season, no matter what. So you just went right, fuck it, I'll just start winning then. <laughs> yeah, just like he got fired in really bad fashion. So he just went, "Do you know what? I'll be the bigger guy." So it was like, "This is going all too well." He's like. Fuck you, I've just won two games. See you later, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I know you're not bringing me back, so fuck you. It, wasn't, it was never Greg Williams that played that defence against the Raiders. It was always Adam Gase. Um, but, but Greg, Williams just, Greg Williams is just shouting, like, cover four, cover four. <laughs> fuck you, zero blitz. But there's, there must be something about him because Peyton Manning seems to love him because it was, it was Manning that gave him the, the reference, basically, to get him the, the job at the Jets. 
I mean, he was shit in, in Miami and he's been shit in, in, in New York, but he's, there's, there's got to be there's got to be a reason why he was there for two years rather than one because he was dog shit last year too, you know? I don't know whether it's like contracts and stuff like that. You think maybe they give him, they give him two years because very few coaches in the NFL get fired after a year. It's a bit they've got a bit long, a bit more a leash than uh, like say English football. But it's because you only play sixteen games as well, and you fuck up a couple of games out of that. They say you're uh, on average you're going to lose say four or five. If you just cock up three, all of a sudden you're like eight and eight. And that's half your season gone. So I think they get a bit more of a leash there because they play fewer games. If it was like other American sports where you play like 80, <laughs> Gase would have probably played a man coached 80 in his career. You said about like baseball has like 162 games in a season. Nobody wants to watch baseball that much. <laughs> you sometimes get like two games in a day and stuff like that. I mean, it's I love baseball. Like, like rounders. Third of your year. <laughs> it literally is. I was professional um, baseball at school playing rounders with my mates. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go at the fact that I really love baseball, so you can both go, both go fuck yourself. I quite, I quite um, like baseball too, anyway. It's, just, uh, it's, not, it's not, in, not in keeping with this pod to be nice about something. It's really not, is it? So, um, but yeah, they, they play about 160-odd games a season. That's before the playoffs and all that sort of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. That's just the regular season. But there's never really a lot of coaching changes in that either. But I, I, it's maybe like a quirk of American sports, but there's not really like a relegation thing. <clears throat> There's no, I don't know. no real risk. If you get rewarded for doing shit, effectively. Yeah. Yes. I, think, I think they need to introduce a thing to stop teams like the Jets and the Jags and the Jets and the Jags tanking it every other season. Because you've got, you got, you got to lose that first round draft pick, surely, if that's the case. It's a reward for losing, isn't it? That's how yeah. I see it. So if, if, you, if you're perceived to be actively tanking, they should have their first round draft pick taken off them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can trade in for one, but they can't, have, they can't just win the first one. Mm-hmm. Or do it like the NBA with the lottery. Oh, lottery. Yeah, the NHL do the same thing as well, actually. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind that, but it could mean that fucking the Jets get the first pick every year anyway. <laughs> but then that would be very unJets like to be lucky like that, you know? So, you know <laughs> oh, they still, still managed to pick three defensive tackles. <laughs> <laughs> We're really strong up the middle, all right. <laughs> um, all right, so the, the Jets is basically just Adam Gay, so they got rid of him, so they should. Theoretically, be better next year because they're probably going to take the Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Let's be real. Um, although saying that, they'll probably take uh, Sewell just to fuck off the Bengals. I think. Yeah, well, they get it's whether they build around Darnold or not. Um, I mean, Darnold has not really had much of a chance in that team. He's been coached by Gase for two years, and whoever it was before Gase, um, the team's been a fairly gash round. They've, they've had an all right defense, but not great, and he's not particularly had any weapons. So again, it's almost like a bit of a tour thing in the in the sense that he's not been in a situation to succeed necessarily. So they could then take a tackle if there's some good receivers around out there as well. They've got the Seahawks first round pick um, for the trade for um, yeah. So they can pick up and say like a tackle like um, Sewell, who's supposed to be generational, and another receiver, and then build the rest of it as well, and just kind of give them a season. Say right, this is almost the end of your rookie career now. Prove that you're good. If you shit, we still get to pick a top um, quarterback next year, and you can fuck off somewhere else. But if you're good, then we've saved ourselves a a, um, a pick there, and we've got more weapons for you. Oh, I don't know enough about the college game to know who's coming up next year. I mean, this year I've only, I've only started watching it for like fucking two weeks or something stupid. Like that, and already, <laughs> I'm an expert. So. 
the resident our resident armchair expert yeah pretty much mate. the same thing happened when uh, when england won the rugby world cup final i knew all about rugby that week i mean <laughs> never never before or since but that week i was fucking all over it that's, that's, uh, did you see the quality of that ruck <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that that scrum thing that's totally makes sense i mean I yeah <laughs> into the side ref into the side <laughs> why why are they cuddling in the mud i don't i don't understand <laughs> um is this foxy boxing <laughs> Right, so moving on briefly. Um, Bengals 4-11-1, 4th in the AFC North, dog shit all round, worse when Burrow left. What's their story? Um, the, the shit. I mean... That's fair, we can move on if you want. <laughs> so the rest of the puzzle will be very quick. <laughs> so what's wrong with them? Oh, they're shit. Even with Joey Burrow at the helm. They, they weren't a team that I thought they looked like a good team. They were struggling to close out games, I thought. Well, they got unlucky yeah. in a couple of them, but I mean, the, the first game against the Browns was, I think it was like the last play or something, they dropped the ball. Wasn't great for him. And, yeah, I, it was like he will be a great, very great quarterback in time, but it's just the Bengals are not one of them franchises that are good at building around quarterbacks. So no. I, I imagine the Paul lad's just going to end up like another Andy Dalton or another Andrew Luck get smashed for seven years and then see you later, your career's up. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of a disparaging of the Red Rifle, I think, but he's... Uh... <laughs> and he's one good season. Yeah, he's had his one good season. Uh, was it like four years ago or something like that? Now he's the third best quarterback in Dallas. But <laughs> he's the biggest name they've got, so they can roll with him still. Um, he should be fine after his knee injury, Joe Burrow, surely. Because he's he's still young and it's not like it's a career ender like it was say twenty years ago. He should be fine. Yeah, you like to think that, don't you? But people are not the same after injuries. You know, he might not want to hang in a pocket for that extra half a second. He might check down a lot more. He might be scared of getting hit. He might um, panic once it all. Might panic. Yeah, you never know. So, I mean, I I like the best for him. You know, you never wish that upon anyone. It was quite horrible to watch. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look a lot of fun. And he'd been he'd been looking good as well. Yeah, no, he was. I mean, as I said, a lot of the the coaching they weren't managing. A bit like Andy Lynn at the Chargers, they weren't closing the game out properly. You know, they'd been quite unlucky on uh, on, on the offense side of things for maybe missing by like a score or something. Because did they not run the Steelers quite close or something like that? They won us. They run us very close. I think it might be you guys I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, we got a pick pick six or something last like play of the game to win it, but. I was thinking, we're going to at least have Bengals there, and that's our season fucking over with. <laughs> near the Bengals at the start, near the Jags at the end. Yeah, was and the a... Jags at the start as well. Yeah, best game of the season. I thought, that would have been, that would have been some bookend. Like, if you'd lost to the Jags in week one and 17, that would have been just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, lose, to, lose out the, to lose out in the playoffs. Honestly, cried. I did this, I mean, with the Bengals, they just, they've always been shit at building, but they tend to hang on to people. So I think it was a couple of years ago they had the most homegrown players on their team of every, of any squad. Oh, that's good so, for them to get to Europe that one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, perfect for the English leagues. Um, <laughs> Ideal for but, the Champions League. But... So they don't move on from people either a lot, which is good and bad. It gives players a chance, but it also means if they're shit, they're shit for your team for a good five years or so. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they probably do need to pick up Sewell more than any other team in the in the draft. Except maybe, except maybe us. Um, but I mean, that's, I think if they if they can 
that's why I protect Joe Burrow and pick up something half decent later <clears> on <throat> in the draft. They should be all right. Like, give him a couple more weapons, he'd be, he'd be laughing, surely. Yeah, okay, they've got Mixon uh, behind him, who's a, de- he's a good uh, running back. Um, they've got uh, AJ Green if he finds his form again. Boyd is decent. They've got Russ as a as a kind of speedy deep threat who can't catch the ball. Um, so they're not um, they're not devoid of talent up front. I just don't know how good their defense is though either. They've not kind of got a lot of um, people. No, they seem to get like a lot of big scores run up against them. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's just like wishful thinking. Not wishful thinking, but like, it's just my my, my dodgy memory. <laughs> I seem to always remember them being down by like 30, 35 points every game nearly. No, I was just looking at it. They uh, 424 points against. Um, yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, which is, well, to be fair, not, not terrible in comparison. Browns had 419, Titans had 439. <clears throat> so not atrocious. But the Titans and the Browns, def- well, the Titans defense isn't the best. Yeah. It isn't the best in the AFC South. They're <laughs> saying something. Um, and I don't know the Browns situation when it comes to defense. I don't know what they're like. They've got they've, they've got decent bits. They've uh, Denzel Ward's a cracking corner about for them. Um, obviously, uh, Miles Garrett's a beast coming around the side, and I think they've got um, they've got another good tackle. I don't know how good their linebackers are. I remember that because they took Denzel Ward instead of taking um, Saquon, I think, or someone like that. Or they took him instead of took someone else early in that draft, and there was lots of hooping and hollering about them taking a cornerback at about four, but he's been good for them. That sounds like my fantasy football draft in that, does it? I think uh, <laughs> the Ravens in round four this season as well, you know? Take a kicker in round eight or something stupid like that. <laughs> You've got to think outside the box. got to keep people guessing. That's it. I think I took Joe Burrow and Jordan Love as my quarterbacks as well, just for shits and gigs. In fact, I think you're in that league, Phil. That was oh, is that the... League. Yeah, the Battle of Britain one. That was the... There were some interesting strategies going on there. Yeah, mine was just quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piece of candy. Yeah, but basically, yeah. Um, right then, Houston Texans have had a dog shit fucking year, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a fucking a generational talent in a quarterback, and they've just fucked it for him. Thanks, Bill O'Brien. I'll leave you yes. on being yeah, you my division. Yeah. Um, Deshaun, if you ever listened to this episode of this podcast, mate, it's a big if. We will welcome you with open arms at Indianapolis. Come and stand behind the best offensive line, or one of the best offensive lines in the league. Make a connection with T.Y. Hilton, uh, you know, Marlon Mark, Jonathan Taylor. You'll be welcome at Indianapolis with open arms, mate. You deserve a good franchise, not Texans. The Texans are. I mean, there was a bit, a bit of chatter in the, the group chat. I think you've seen it, Phil. I don't know if it, you, you saw it quite so much, Harrison, but the uh, Texans might be willing to trade Watson. Well, they don't have a first-round pick, do they, going into the 2021 draft, I think. But they could also have like, not have a first-round pick and no quarterback. <laughs> or anything at all for that team and no yeah, no, yeah. no star defence they don't have a second round either I don't think so. I think no. Texans fans have just got to assume they are going to be the 1-16 team next year or whatever it's going to be they've just got to take it on the chin <laughs> uh, you got rid of your best receiver for everything and you might as well get rid of your best quarterback for everything and start fresh in two years <laughs> just treat next season like you're an expansion team then yeah yeah yeah, why not? Oh, that, that, fuck it, I'll do. Yeah. So take uh, Deshaun Watson off to the Jets, get fucking Sam Darnold back in exchange, see how that goes. <laughs> Rosen's available, I think. No, Rosen's gone to the 49ers. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. I thought, yeah. he, was th- I thought he was still on the um, 
uh, Tampa Bay's practice squad. No, you got you got lifted because they they they're just fucking riddled with fucking <laughs> desperate gunmen. desperate for anything. Yeah, very much. I think you can have enough. They were starting CJ Bethard, and he was a, a rookie a couple of years ago who had two games, and then they just went, nah. <laughs> Sorry, you, your dad was really good. We're hoping you were as well, but unfortunately <laughs> not. Um, yeah, did you see Deshaun's stats? This like his throwing stats. They're like what second or third best stats in the league like, uh, in yards thrown. Like led the league in passing yards. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, um, but who the who the fuck was he throwing to? <laughs> Probably to himself. <laughs> <laughs> got to that point Kiki Kuti who's still got one of the best names in the league yeah it, what I've seen of Kiki Kuti especially against the Colts defence he, he actually ripped us apart a little bit um, he seems like a good receiver he went he, he had one game last year I think where he just went batshit crazy yeah. um, and, and just smashed people to bits but then if Deshaun's what throwing to you everything's a 50-50 ball anyway because he's that good yeah and it's just I don't know, they're just a mess, aren't they? I think Bill O'Brien was like drunk and when it was at the Cardinals, he's yeah, Hopkins for I don't know, some random third rounder or something like that. Just just some random number, just like a random number generator and a receiver. But then that was the year after that was the year after they took Tunsil off us for that's where they gave us like two first rounders and a second, I think. It might even been two first and two seconds or something ridiculous. Like for a left tackle, yeah. and fair, in, fair enough. You think you you need to protect Watson coming off a year where he got that was the first year where he smashed his leg, yeah. and he was out for most of the season as well. But it's a, it's expensive for a a, a, a tackle basically, yeah. left tackle or not. Like I mean, we're loving it because <laughs> that we lap that up. Although I think we turned that um, we might have turned one of those picks into a nineteen-year-old cornerback who played two games and then calm down you go away now <laughs> you feel you just you sit down to your bell um what about the the jj watt situation because he's got like a year left on his uh, his contract but no guaranteed money left um so he could just leave if he's not bothered about being part of the regal somebody needs to pick him up and whoever does will be laughing there's been quite a lot of talk about him going to green bay which i personally would be over the moon about He's a monster, isn't he? He's an absolute monster of a man. And if I saw JJ Watt line up against me as a quarterback, I'm holding onto the ball for half a second. <laughs> He's gonna let it go past you every single time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be take, I'd be taking advice from uh, the old TV show Mash and pouring, trying to pour like ether or anaesthetic on my hands <laughs> and just keep holding them near his face. It's the only way you're gonna stop him. And even then, he'd probably fall on you and crush you. That, that still managed to swat the ball away. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a beast. I think unless he gets unless he gets a good offer, he does seem like a genuine um, kind of loyal person. What he did for the city of Houston when they had the uh, Hurricane Katrina and things like that. Um, I think unless he gets a, a, a big offer from somewhere else, he'd happily see out his contract there for another year just to give a little bit back to the um, the city. Yeah, I mean, he had that little impassioned uh, press conference was it last week, the week before, something like that, and he was, he was clearly just upset that the team just had been fucking terrible all year, um, apologising to the fans and whatever else, mm-hmm. and saying, if you don't want to be here, don't be here, kind of thing, which is, you don't often get that out of professional sports anymore. No, and did, did you see the clip of him apologising to Deshaun Watson, saying, we've, we yeah. wasted, we've wasted a year of your career here, like, I'm sorry we couldn't do better for you. That, you know, that's, that's... It should have been Bill O'Brien apologising for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
They should haul him back in the off season and go like, "No, you say sorry to the whole class." <laughs> Just imagine the Rams pick up JJ Watt, and they have JJ Watt and Aaron Arnold for a year. I'd rather not. <laughs> it's all right, not my, not my, not my division. I don't think. <laughs> so fuck your conference. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that would be like a scary prospect because that would be well, all, all they need to do then is replace the the problem at quarterback. Yeah, Matt Ryan. <laughs> no, he's in a fourth nine, isn't he? <laughs> who else um, is on this? Who else on this carousel? That just leaves, just just leaves Cam Newton. Yeah, fuck it, put Cam Newton in there. He doesn't have to worry about it. He's just playing behind a strong defense at that point, isn't he? Well, there was talk. There was talk of him going to the Chargers in the summer because the opening the new stadium, they were thinking they'd need a big um, marquee signing. And he would fit in that kind of LA crowd. Yeah, that's, that's actually a fair shout because he'd, he'd certainly be allowed to have his personality going. <laughs> if he hadn't been dog shit for a year, he might have had a chance. Not in LA, I don't think now because Herbert's come strong too well. Yeah, he's uh, still better than Goff. I mean, anyone's better than Goff. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the, know, the like, like, a one-armed bandit from the casinos would be better than Goff, you know. The passing machine they use to practice with for wide receivers is better than Goff. It's as mobile. As my personality. And as accurate. <laughs> um, right, so let's move on to the, the Jags then. Um, Harrison, we'll probably let you take the field in this one again because, you know, they're 1-15 and, and their one came against Coles. Yeah, yeah and uh, they've been nearly, they're nearly fucking around Green Bay pretty close as well. And it was nearly two right at the end and nearly cost of the player spot. Um, yeah, Were you their only win? Yeah, it was right. I see it as a plan by Frank Reich to try and keep Trevor Lawrence out of Jacksonville, and I thought it was genius until I realised Adam Gase was not tanking. He was just—he <laughs> was sandbagging. He's like, "We've got our two wins now. We're going to win three next year." You just you wait. Um, but no, the Jags—they're a bit of a—they're a bit everybody's favourite, aren't they? Because they never really do anything. Um, I think they always play at Wembley every year for some reason well because of the owners the Fulham owner as well so they always play at Wembley uh, so I think they have a big UK following they're um, a little bit like Supergrass the band like they're no one's favourite but everyone's yeah. got like a little bit of a soft spot for a couple of their songs yeah. <laughs> because like that's a, that's right. a great shape <laughs> <laughs> detested them when I first heard them and then they slowly grow on you because they're yeah. kind of meh and yeah, they're, they're nothing spectacular, but they're just there. You know? The uniforms are quite nice as well. You know, I like the, the colour scheme that they've got going on. Mm-hmm. But um, no, the Jags, I mean, is Mike Glennon, Mike Glennon, is that his name? Is he really the guy? Glennon, if you, talk, if you listen to um, the Raiders coach. I mean, I, I was watching the when, game. When Glennon gets subbed out, does he glen off? <laughs> oh. You've you've ruined it now. You were so good, so good with Supergrass. You had to just go. It just ruined it, didn't you? Right, I'll leave it recording, but I'm going to leave now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Gary's just um, taking himself off for a little word with himself. He'll be back shortly. Gary's doing the Glen. Yeah, he's just glenned off. Fucking <laughs> hell! I'm actually really embarrassed about how bad that was. <laughs> it's all right. It's only about four people that'll hear it. Oh, you're being generous with yourself. Uh... Well, two two of us are listening. <laughs> Nick listens to anything. Harrison, I'm really sorry, but I just interrupted you with a fucking awful joke. Carry on. The one problem with the Jags is they never play them. They never pay their players. Um, You know, Jalen Ramsey turning up in a truck full of money, like, give me more money. 
you give Jalen Ramsey more money, and that's not football ingenious tactic. That's one I want. One of the best cornerbacks in the league. Just give him more fucking money. Um, it's, I don't know what they're going to do in the draft because it's Jacksonville. You know, everyone thinks Trevor Lawrence is going to Jacksonville. He's declared for the draft now. Um, so that means they will draft a D tackle. They will absolutely 100% draft the GM. <laughs> yeah. I've heard Rousseau's the best edge rusher. So you never know. Yeah. No, uh, they'll they'll drop they'll trade uh, New York for the first overall pick for the second pick, and then take Trevor Lawrence a second. That'll be a genius plan because uh, I don't know. It's just Jacksonville. They're a nice they're a nice bunch, aren't they? They're nice guys. Um, but, seems like you'd have fun if you played football there for a couple of years. Nice warm weather. Um, in yeah. So, yeah. They seem like the team. They seem like the team most likely to go out on the lash every Friday. Yeah, like practice by Gardner Minshew. Practice is over, lads. Let's all get in uh, Minshew's kegmobile. <laughs> <laughs> like if anyone was gonna, if any team was gonna reenact the scene from Wayne's World. Yeah. Did you, did you see his video that he put up? I think it was Instagram during uh, Gardner um, during the off season, where he's in like a big Winnebago out front in like a, a wife beater vest and a pair of cut off jeans, saying he's gonna travel around the country. Who is he, Uncle Rico? I think so. I think that was his fucking point. Like, but his, it was just brilliant. There's like finally someone in the in the. He's even got the tash to go with it. Yeah. I was man, I, I genuinely, if I if it wasn't so shit patchy and orange, I would have fucking cut that in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never seen someone go out of their way to make themselves look more white trash. It's fucking than, brilliant. Man. It's, it's great. It's like a caricature of it. I mean, I, I would really? genuinely, I'd be really happy if we had him at Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers goes. Purely for the banner. Yeah, I'd, well, I'd like him as a, you know, certainly as a backup. I think the Dolphins are going to need someone other than Fitz next year, mm-hmm. purely because Fitz will be a distraction, not because he's no good or anything like that. But there will just be a constant. The headlines will always be there. But someone like Minshew to back up to, I'd, I'd love his personality. You, you're getting Mike Glen, uh, Mike Glenoff to back up here <laughs> next week, next season. Sorry. Um, Right, so AFC West End, Denver Broncos had a fucking shit year, man. They, they had like bad injuries before the before the season started. They had to play a wide receiver from their practice squad at quarterback at one point. <laughs> fucking hell, like, what else has to go wrong up there? They must have been one of the biggest disappointments because going coming from the off season, they bought like they got uh, like Jerry Judy in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Noah Fant last year. They picked up and Courtney Sutton. They had uh, Drew Locke who played some of the games last year. Um, you know, they were going to this year, still got a good defence and things like that. Going to this year, full of hope and everything like that, and they finished 5-11. and 11. Um, I was surprised they got as many as five wins, to be honest. But one of them was against the Dolphins. <laughs> somehow, somehow, we got destroyed by our teams this year. The Pats, <laughs> the Pats beat us. The, the Bills beat us twice, I think. Yeah, the Broncos beat us. Just some better mod games, but um, yeah, and again, like they were cursed by a bit of a bit of bad luck. Um, Von Miller did his leg, I think, before the yeah, season yeah, exactly. started, and just before yeah, a couple of days or something. Um, Sutton did his ACL in like the first game or something like that. Who's supposed you know, and so they, they lost two weapons. Drew uh, Drew Lock was out for a while as well. They're playing their backup quarterback for a few games there as well, and it all just seemed to fall apart for them for no particular reason. I was just like reading the ESPN thing here. They say that. Obviously, you mentioned uh, Von Miller, Cortland Sutton. Uh, Philip Lindsay was out for a little while. Uh, they had four defensive line starters out as well. Um, one of the quarterbacks was out because he started taking drugs, apparently. And obviously, Drew Locke is he's a bit hit and miss, that boy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's one of these guys that could be like a career backup. 
Yes. He got, got shoved at the headlines, didn't he? Um, I, th I think it's a bit harsh on him because he got shoved with the headlines of he was going to, he's the next Joey Montana sort of thing. He's, you know, he's the next Peyton Manning. And when you get, when that pressure gets put on you as a rookie, it's funny what pressure can do to people. I think a lot of QBs in Denver are going to struggle because they're always going to be compared to the GM because the GM's John Elway, who was... Yeah. Well, he's fucking off, apparently. They're moving him up. Yeah, but I mean, he's take... still going to have some sort of input in the in the team selection, but he cannot. He doesn't know what a fucking QB is, which is stupid no, because he was need, one of the elite. They need to stop letting him draft quarterbacks because the, the list has been things like Osweiler, Huntley, um, uh, Drew Locke, who's not necessarily a bust yet, um, but he's had a string of terrible, terrible choices. You'd think he would know what makes a good quarterback. You know, like big, tall, powerful arm. They probably would have made good quarterbacks back when he was playing, like, because of, you know, linebackers, D tackles were a bit slower than what they are now. The pitches weren't as great, so getting to the quarterback wasn't as easy. Um, but the league's evolved, and unfortunately, I don't think John Elway's evolved with the league, which is Bronco fans can murder me for this, but which has hurt him. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Bad. It's, it's how much you listen to the scouts as well. You, know, you employ a group of people to go out and actually find out information about these players and who they are and how good they are. But then if you've got your mindset on, oh, no, we, I want that kind of guy, yeah. you need a GM who's not kind of so set for anything. Mm -hmm. They'll just take what kind of comes to them. I think that's why they're always getting moved upstairs. They've finally seen that they do need a bit more modern uh, approach to, to drafting. Um, but I have to say that my favourite thing about John Elway I don't know if you guys have ever seen it but it's uh, a drunk John Elway going down a highway in Denver on a scooter no. it's amazing <laughs> I love it so much man. <laughs> if, you, if you watch um, That's Good Sports on YouTube it's on like every couple of weeks because <laughs> he's a Broncos fan <laughs> he constantly just mentions like drunk John Elway it's brilliant um, the only thing I've got on Elway is this one's for John <laughs> It's from an advert, I think. It's just it was from an advert or something like that, I think. Um, but it, or, uh, they, they, when they won it without Elway. Fair enough. Um, right. Eight and eight Raiders. Ha ha. Sweet. None. Um, yeah. Eric Carr has fantastic eyes. He does not have fantastic eyes. He's got sex offender eyes. He does. He does. So I can't work out if he's sexy or dangerous. He's putting the non-consensual. Sexy in. dangerous. <laughs> he puts the consensual in a non-consensual sex, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> but he's a yeah. No, he's, I mean, he he's another one who blows hot and cold. Like sometimes he's really good and sometimes he's an absolute fucking toilet. Doesn't help. He's got a dinosaur cut on his place for him, like so. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, to some extent, I don't mind John Gruden because he is so old that people have forgotten how to beat him. Yes. <laughs> Bring about plays that no one's heard of. Yeah, like he's, he's going to get to a point where he doesn't throw the ball forward anymore because he's doing plays from the 1920s. Yeah. It's just hey, he's not calling the plays in the helmet. He's just doing all the signals what you see in college football. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just pause in the background and stuff. <laughs> Derek Carr's looking at him like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you just have the coat, one of the other um, the offensive corner on the side just going, okay, it's 12 flat, D7 to the 9. <laughs> Isn't that like a battleship technique or something like that? Um, yeah, like they, no, they played they played quite well against the the Chiefs in that. I think they did they not lose like five or six out of the last seven, so they had like a bit of a late collapse. But before they, they were doing pretty well. They beat the Chiefs, didn't they? I think so. I think they beat them in one of them. 
got fucked over in the second one. Yeah. But yeah, again, like eight and eight's not a, not a bad season for them. I can't remember what the record was last year, but they were much worse than that last year. Mm-hmm. So again, they're, they're another kind of rebuilding franchise. They, they brought Gruden in, said, you're moving to Vegas, there's going to be a shit ton of money. We're giving you a 10-year contract to say, do what the fuck you want. They got um, Mike Mayark in from uh, the NFL um, as like a team builder for them as well and just said, right, you guys, you need to make us a winning franchise. All that money and they still can't get the owner a decent haircut. <laughs> he looks like a Burns it, victim. He doesn't care, he just wants to win. He looks like fucking, what's his name, Simon Weston? Simon Weston. You don't know Simon Weston? Oh man, that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty niche, actually. He was the, that soldier who got burnt in the Falkland Islands. I should buy that, really, should I? <laughs> actually, yeah, considering you're ex-military, you should probably have a vague idea who Simon Weston was. Oh, well, yeah, no, I see him, yeah. I see him. So, that, so oh. just for, for, for the, the listeners to the podcast, all three of you, um, that was really funny, just these t- two pricks didn't get it. So, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. so just hoping that all the listeners laugh more than us. I mean, I'm yeah. laughing, and that's all that really matters. I've heard the Glen Off joke, to be honest. So. <laughs> as bad as that was. I like, I like a niche reference, I have to say. Anything that's said that you know, but no one else that you speak to knows is always one of those little warm ones inside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got like a nice warm glow underneath my, my Mighty Ducks jersey that I'm wearing. Quack. Um, Quack, 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 quack. Um, Again, another another fantastic visual for the um, auditory medium. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it's all about, isn't it? Like, visual jokes for an auditory medium, so it's fine. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you guys. Tune into the YouTube show that doesn't exist. Exactly. But yeah, well, that's what you think, anyway, Phil. Your own fault. After after last week, I'm sure it didn't last more than that. (laughs) It's watching three people look at each other going, huh? What? (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just really glad the upgraders didn't get in because I fucking hate them. They're a, they're a scummy um, kind of Millwall stroke um, Wimbledon kind of club. Um, they're famous for cheating through the years because all that mattered was that you won no matter how you won. So um, I'm extremely pleased that they didn't make it because they can all go fucking. Well, they're the super glue franchise. Yes. The stick. Stucco. Yeah. So, Basically, used to put like plaster of Paris on their arm, <laughs> and then when the referees realised they were doing it, they used to wait until they'd been inspected by the refs and then put it on. But there's just there's uh, some some great um, uh, America's game where you know, they do the summaries of the different winning um, Super Bowl winning teams, yeah. and one of them about their their win is just them putting that on and just like clotheslining people, belting around the heads and stuff like that. I mean, that, that just, feels like a little bit underhanded, but at the same time, I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I expect nothing less from you, but it doesn't make it less scummy. <laughs> you got to play your audience, you know. <laughs> um, right, we, we touched we touched on them a little bit uh, briefly before, but the Chargers they came third in the AFC West with a seven nine record. Um, Justin Herbert's one for the future, isn't he? What ten think- years in the future? It'll be one for the future. <laughs> I mean, as soon as he gets through puberty, he'll be all right. But say, so is that when he looks fully grown? Yeah. He's still for, still forming. He's he's still hatching. Um, he's like six foot six or something now. He's like built like Josh Allen. He moves like Josh Allen as well. So in a couple of years, he could. I mean, he needs to leave the Chargers because they're a trash team. <laughs> but if he goes somewhere else, he could be like unstoppable, surely. But I mean, I was surprised the Chargers finished seven and nine. To be fair, they seem like a team that were down there with the Jets and the Jags. 
um, as absolute garbage, but they managed to get to seven and nine, which is a, 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 a great result for how they seemed, considering they started their rookie quarterback because one of the medical teams stabbed their starting quarterback in the lung with a needle. No. They never look back after that. I mean, I think a lot of their games were closer than people realised, like down to like the last couple of plays and things like that. Um, and a lot of it was game management by Anthony Lynn, who's now lost his job, um, possibly because he couldn't run a bar club on a football team. Um, he couldn't count but, the taps of a bath. <laughs> one. Two, oh, sorry, I've already counted to two. That's fine. <laughs> one and another one. That's one, one. <laughs> Fourth fucking down in the red zone. <laughs> I mean, that is one thing that Lid would never live that down. He's, that's him. He's, he's like the West Coast Adam Gase, isn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough for Brady to do it in the middle of the pitch. But again, well, it's just... That's my favourite Brady thing all season. That's just because Brady, Brady's used to having as many fourth downs as he needs. It's like, <laughs> why have we not got a foul somewhere? Come on, surely they jumped offside. They had 12 men on the field. They did, they did I, something. Did I bring up my own flag for this play or what? Yes. <laughs> Um, but for, for your coach to do it when he's not concentrating on anything else that's going on around him like he's not trying to read defences and shit like that yeah it's, it's, it's pretty fucking rough so I think a lot of the a lot of the problems in LA have been a couple of injuries and piss poor play calling mm-hmm. um, so it's no surprise that it's, it's more a surprise they did so well I think yeah like a, I, three or four I, game winning streak as well towards the end of the season so I mean oh. when we got Philip Rivers Everyone was saying he's shit. Um, it's all it's all his fault. The Chargers are shit. Um, but it turns out the Chargers were just shit. And he's actually a de- he's a decent quarterback. He's not the best in the league, but he's a decent quarterback. Um, and yeah, I think they had they had one weapon, didn't they? Really, and that was Austin Eckler. Um, when, when it turned out he was injured for like half a year. Yeah. But I mean, they've got Keen Allen, who's a great receiver. Um, as far as he's concerned, he's the most underrated wide receiver that's ever lived. <laughs> because all you ever see from him is him complaining that he's not better rated. <laughs> you got to back yourself, haven't you? In a, in a yeah, exactly. I don't care if you all think I'm shit. I'm great. It's like the girl who sang um, Friday. Um, Rebecca Black. Oh, whatever her name is, fucking years ago. Everybody gets down on Friday. That's That should be Keen Allen's tagline. <laughs> Um, and Mike Williams is a decent receiver as well. Um, interesting, um, Harris. Do you think they would have been better, or worse, or the same with Rivers instead of Herbert after watching Rivers for a season? Well, I reckon they would have been worse just because I reckon Rivers had had enough. <laughs> I, I, it's like one of those things, stuff gets stale, doesn't it? And I think it got a bit stale, and I think it just would have been worse because the fans wouldn't have been happy with still there. He wouldn't have been happy with still there. Uh, it would have been talking Justin Herbert up as an extra kid, you know, that's another yeah. mouth feed. Yeah. That problem. <laughs> when, 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 did I, when did I father you? <laughs> I lose track. Wait, wait, Laugh, which one's this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, maybe, that, maybe you're right about it being stale, and that's why like, he, he packed his wife off to Florida and he moved to Indianapolis. <laughs> I didn't know Indianapolis had a like, really wild nightlife scene, to be honest. I thought it was quite a clean time. <laughs> I've got uh, like my best mate lives in a place called Fishers, which is about two or three hours away from uh, Indianapolis. He says the whole place is just a fucking bonfire. It's an absolute <laughs> dumpster fire of a city. He fucking hates it, but his wife's from there, so he's stuck. <laughs> he fucking hates being out of there. It's hilarious. 
Um, all right, that's actually all of the teams in the AFC who didn't make it to the quarterback, uh, the quarterbacks, they kept the playoffs. Um, is there anything sort of overarching about the AFC that didn't make it through that has surprised you or didn't surprise you, I suppose? I I, 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 a little thing about how close it was with some of the teams. Like, I'm surprised the Patriots and the Chargers got seven wins. Um, and even then, they're only, I mean, I suppose it's four wins off um, making the wildcard game, but that's not a ridiculous amount considering how terrible they seem to be. Um, but the AFC looks more competitive than it has done for a while. Having the Bills get better, having the Titans and the Colts kind of improve and stay decent, even having the Browns fighting in there as well. Um, it just the AFC has been a bit of a joke versus the NFC, and it's nice to see the AFC getting a bit more competitive. But but the AFC has always been sort of like the ginger stepchild of the, the NFL, and it? it was the it was the expansion league that joined into the main league. Mm-hmm. So. I see no, it taking it, over a bit. Yeah, and we don't we don't need to talk about any of those teams that actually made the playoffs. Playoffs is for chumps anyway. Players is for fair. Yeah, players is for fucking... someone who follows a team who's going to win the whole thing this year. Players uh, are for people who don't. They don't like their families. Uh, they don't want. They don't want to hang around with friends. They just want to um, kind of disappear off and stuff like that. And they say, I'd, I'd rather we're at the playoffs. If yeah, them losers actually take football seriously. Better. We're 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 better people. You better get in January off. You know, uh, that first week in February is important. You know. Smart, you see, it's not just that. Not, Valentine's Day for the wives and Philip Rivers and his fifteen kids. And... <laughs> not just a hat stand. <laughs> um, all right, so if that pretty much brings us to the end, then, chaps. Is there anything else we need we need to discuss? Time, sir. No. Fuck the Pats and the Raiders. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I feel, I feel oh, like that should be oh. that should should be a good sign off each week. To be fair, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Henry breaking two k yards. Oh yeah, fucking hell! Whoa, whoa. I mean, what a prick. Self, <laughs> selfish wanker. <laughs> just wants all the glory, doesn't he? That's what it is. He doesn't want to share it around to anyone. Every time they get the ball, he's just uh, it's like, oi, oi, Ryan, give me the ball. I'll fucking well, I'm de- he, didn't, he didn't break the record against the Packers the other week. I'll fucking stiff arm you into next week. Like, <laughs> all, right, all right, Derek. I know, was it against the Lions that he just like shoved the boy out of the way? <laughs> I think there's about those two or three people. I just walking down the street. <laughs> Very... there, there was Josh Norman earlier in the season, like against the Bills, and he just like just fuck off me and just get out of my way. Um, and then there was I think, I think it was a Lions player who just got destroyed. So Josh Norman owes that Lions player quite a lot of uh, money or something for, for not being that that only guy this season. Is that what happened to Danny Dimes? Is that just uh, in the future? Derek Henry is going to throw him into the floor somehow on a special team play or something like that, but so hard it's going to travel back in time and knock him no, out. I, I, think, I think Danny Dimes tripped over the ghost of the Sam Barnard sort of midlife a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of those phantoms. Yeah. Um, all right, then, on that note, we'll probably end it here because there's fucking no one listening anyway. Um, <laughs> next, next week, just for our own amusement, we're going to do the NFC teams that didn't make it. So, you know, predominantly just talk shit about the NFC East. Yes. Because it was yes. Yes. Up. A thousand times. Yes. Yeah. We, we've all. I think we've all got a lot to say about that. So that'll be that'll be fun for everyone listening, or yeah. three of us who listen. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, right. So we have. Been, you can follow us all on at Russian Fumble on Twitter. Um, we occasionally advertise Northern Summit clothing just because I find it quite funny to retweet shit. And it's also Harrison's mate, so we kind of feel like we have to a little bit. I'm still, still wearing a free T-shirt, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. and it's good to support small like independent businesses as well 
Yeah, I mean, there, there is that. I mean, mine's coming up soon, but I don't want to talk about that just yet in case it's complete <laughs> fucking dog shit. So, <laughs> no, it's, right. it's, it's really bad. <laughs> so we'll retreat the shit out of that as well, don't you worry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my posh hot dogs. So, yeah. anyone that anyone that wants to get porked. <laughs> Man, I was so embarrassed when uh, I think it was Mick Google that for, when I first put it up in the group chat and it turned up with so much pornography. <laughs> so much pornography. <laughs> certain phrases should not be put into Google. Certainly not. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it because it's like you know it's, it's pork, but it's pork Edinburgh. Yeah, because I was like, this nah, it's pork dinner. Oh, pork Edinburgh. I don't. I hadn't even put it in. Put those, those two of those together. I, yeah, just, yeah. I kept thinking. Like, I thought like is it pork in a bat or pork in a just pork in stuff. Nah, it's, it's a pork. It's meant to just be pork, but I mean, so do when when you pack up, or do you uh, do you porked off? <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> right on that note, fuck off. Then. <laughs>